911, what's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton. In today's episode, we're going to talk about how to catch a predator. And I am not alone this morning because I am joined with my husband and my co-host for the day, Mr. Clint Walton. Baby, how are you? I'm really good. How are you? I'm good, too. So we woke up a bit ago. You're on your third cup of coffee, I think. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And it's been a long time since you've been on the show, and I thought... It might be a good idea to kind of fill everybody in, everybody who knows us, everybody who listens to our podcast, everybody in our Facebook group, just to kind of fill everybody in on what you're doing now. Because now versus the last time that we've recorded together, there's been a lot that's changed in terms of your career, things that you're working on, and um, your focus has shifted completely. So talk to us. (laughs) So I'm in... A detail now. I'm part of a task force that we are partnered with NECMEC, which is the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, that we focus on child pornography and the prosecution in relation to those investigations. And kind of just a brief overview of it, you know, I receive a tip from social media platforms, from email platforms, for pretty much anything online. They're mandated reporters when it comes to the sharing of child pornography or exploitation of materials in relation to that. So I always say to people, like, if you think your stuff online's private, it definitely isn't, and we have access to it. And, I mean, we go through the legal routes of doing it, but there's still, there's an openness that we always recover from those individual accounts. And I never realized it was such a problem as it truly is. Like, the more time goes on, I recognize the amount of illegal downloads of child pornography and child exploitation that's out there. And it's very interesting to see these dynamics for these individuals who are downloading it and sharing these images. I mean, when people hear child pornography, you think of, say, teenagers sharing images of themselves, taking those naked selfies or explicit videos like that, which is considered child pornography. Um, But that's not the ones we're like specifically going after. We're going after the ones where it's juveniles, it's prepubescent and pretty much right in that range of pubescence. And it's it's crazy what type of videos and the amount of videos that are out there. It's a multi-billion dollar industry. And as time goes on, especially with the whole COVID with people being at home recently, it's increased substantially. In the United States alone, it's increased over 100% of the illegal downloads. And with the development of technology and these social media platforms, we're going to see more and more of an increase. I mean, there's apps specifically that people go to to share these images, these videos, and anything and everything associated with it. Yeah, and it's definitely something that 
is a lot a lot broader than I think you and I even considered when when you first talked about potentially getting into a detail like this. And for everybody who is listening right now, whether you are in law enforcement, you have a special detail, maybe you work something that is similar to what Clint is doing. I know that there are many times where things aren't always what we expect them to be. And Clint, I know that for you getting into a detail like this, we talked about the fact that you and I don't have any kids. And although that doesn't discredit how absolutely disgusting getting into a detail like this is, the fact that you have to get into a detail like this at all. However, I do believe that us not having kids, it it shifts the paradigm of things a little bit. And we talked about that extensively. And not to say that somebody who does have kids can't work a detail like this, but I think that people who do have children would be able to relate and agree with us in the sense that not having kids does make it a little bit easier for for you to be in a detail like this. However, as we listen to what you're saying, and I know that our listeners, the, the aggravation that would build up even having a conversation around the reality of something like this that most people just simply don't talk about, or that most civilians especially might not be privy to because this isn't something that is is as widespread in terms of the relative information. We see information about everything. However, the truths about something like this, we don't necessarily see. And so I'm wondering from for the other people who are in difficult details or maybe find themselves in a position, even if it's not law enforcement related, who get into a job or or even a, a relationship, just some kind of situation where they didn't anticipate it to be exactly as dramatic as as this one is. What are some of the things that you have done, whether it's something maybe mentally or um, support? What have you done in order to make sure that you don't just lose your shit over some of the things that you have to experience on a day to day? You know, and I and I'll take you back to when I first started this detail. When I first started kind of analyzing these tips and and developing a case off of it. And, you know, the first couple of weeks I was doing this, it's, it takes a minute for your brain to process what you're even seeing. And, and I'm, I'm speaking from anywhere from infants to those pubescent minors that you're seeing these types of videos from. And it, and it takes some time to really process what's going on with it until your brain's like, okay, this is the new normal now. This is kind of what I'm doing in relation to this. So for me personally, I found that, I mean, humor has always been one of my outlets and it's the joking method and having people to joke with and not share these videos, but finding the light in these incidents specifically not related to the the CP which is child pornography and is widely known as CP um but finding those other videos that you're like what the fuck is this and kind of sharing those and and just saying like people are really fucked up fucked up yeah i mean that's the only way to say it and i i could go down the rabbit hole of just these videos that people download and share and and you would be amazed at the types of pornography that are out there that people are into. And, you know, what I'm noticing more and more is, is people are 
who who are into child pornography is the hentai or the anime they're they're really into those process into that pornography as well but to answer your question that you specifically asked of what have i done to deal with my own mental health in this it's more so of finding outlets of trying to approach this detail in different ways, not just focusing on my official job title. It's finding ways of let's proactively start going after these individuals who are sharing and uploading these images, trying to find a production of one of these videos um, or to even go after those people who are online trying to solicit minors for sex and it's starting to have those step processes in place and and build up that enforcement in relation to it which gives you that gratification like i took another one off the streets i know that i'm making a difference in this whether we're we're treading water in the deep ocean or just swimming up creek it's it's one of those battles that we'll always face and it will get more prevalent as time goes along but if we can make an impact with just one then for me that's a huge victory yeah and i really like that you brought that up because it it's very similar to police patrolling and you have your calls for service but then you also have (laughs) well maybe not in your department but a lot of departments have time to be able to be proactive with their police work so in a detail like this where you have this set rubric of the process for once you obtain the information i think that being that proactive detective in this particular detail and finding, you know, a a lot of what you're doing that you're not giving yourself credit for, I think is, um, the, the outsource and the networking and, you know, you, you got to experience your first extradition, you know, and and you're really growing, I think as, as a police officer and you're able to, to be proactive in that sense. And I think that having that vindication of, of creating different strategies around your initial job. Like, how can I do this job even better? You're expanding what is capable in this position. And I think that just in the time that you've done it, it has grown substantially. Yeah. And it's just like you said, it's also adapting my strategies to adjust to the new technology that's out there and being able to forensically process these devices and whatever else may come in and come towards me is it's ever changing. I mean, there's some people who are super in depth in storing these videos and, you know, really kind of prioritizing what's what and, and organized with how they do it. And it's learning these different techniques and styles on how these each individuals do it. Yeah, and I think that is a beautiful thing. And for everybody who is listening, especially if you've been a longtime listener, I know that you know that one of my um, one of my talents is to pull information and try to make it as applicable to me and to you as you listen to this. And I think that, Clint, from what you've shared, whether we are in police work or we are stay-at-home moms or whatever the, the thing is that we do in our day-to-day lives, 
we can always find ways to kind of take an overview of what the thing is, what the problem might be, what the job at hand might be, and then to be able to better articulate ways that we can make the process better or to ask ourselves what more can be done for the work that I'm doing on a day-to-day basis, whether that is talking to admin or maybe creating a new team or even doing something as simple as gathering the people that you work with to do something outside of work, you know, finding something that, that can be done to be able to make your day-to-day and the impact that you're making on this world even bigger. And I really appreciate you coming on, sharing some time with us this morning. Thank you. And I hope that as you guys listen to this, that you've gotten some value. If you have, please do me a favor, subscribe, drop a review down below, and know that I am sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours.